Yeah, yeah, okay, we're in cool. the shot. Yeah, okay. The, the light is just very bright. It's so very it's, bright. And it's behind the <laughs> no, it's fine. I, I, it's okay. You like the bright light? Okay. Yeah. I mean, you're gonna see every hair on my face, but that's fine. Well, people, that's what you can do is count them because I have some too. Count them. Yeah, they can count all the hairs on your face. Oh, it probably will be more interesting. (laughs) (laughs) I'm Nikki Bond, and my absentee rock and roll dad is taking a break from doing the podcast with me. So now I'm chatting with people whose parents screwed them up. The worst is when it's like, I'll get random ones on my fucking neck. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, how did this? uh, There shouldn't be hair here objectively yeah, i know yeah well and also i'll get it like here like randomly on the yeah. side of my cheek yeah anyway and now that we're gonna be worried about this the whole episode okay <laughs> guys today i have my hero she is my hero today kelly ryan one of the funniest up-and-coming comics right now oh and she just really saved me today <laughs> I dropped my phone in a puddle um, because I don't know. I was walking and the guy called her and found it. You tell it better. Okay. So, so I, (laughs) I had texted Nikki (laughs) saying something along. So Nikki was in the bathroom at Whole Foods. Let's start. That's where our conversation (laughs) started was she had to go to the bathroom and then I had to go to the bathroom. And then we were just talking yeah, about yeah. how we both had to go to the bathroom. Which was definitely from the case that we had last, last night. night. Yeah. Yes. So, um, which by the way, Barney's decent queso. Decent queso, but it'll go through you. So yeah. it's kind of good yeah. too. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. you don't want it to stay with you. You don't want that. You want it to go, go. Yeah, it's yes. true. Yes. Any, any food that goes through you, people complain. No, if you're going to indulge, I'd rather it be in and out. Uh, it, me yeah. too. Yeah. Yes. Because then it's like, did I have it? Yeah. Did I even eat matter. that unhealthy thing? Yeah, I don't know. Um, but so, so anyways. It's in the bathroom. Someone knocked too. That was the embarrassing part. Oh, I Not embarrassing, but I came out and I gave the guy a dirty look. I was like, don't you know I have diarrhea? Yeah. <laughs> Obviously, if it's locked, yeah. somebody is in Yeah, there. I'm in there. And yeah. I, I know. Okay, anyways, go on. Anyways, so. <laughs> also, they should have more than one bathroom at Whole Foods. I, have, I thought they did. Yeah, I was, you would think. Yeah, right? exactly. It's I was a big relaxing. Place. Yeah, they have multiple at Target. Yeah, and on top of it, they have all those like people that are shopping, like the Amazon shoppers, and those oh, people yeah. don't have bathrooms, and that's the aggressive ones. And I'm like, listen, just because this is your only place to stop doesn't mean you can take it out on me. Yeah. you know. Yeah, tell them. Yeah, tell them. Uh, so, anyways, <laughs> I'm about to get ready. And, get, and I get a phone call and I pick it up. I normally don't pick up numbers that I don't know, but I was like, I had sent a text message <laughs> earlier today from someone that I had talked to on the first time over text. And for a moment, I thought, oh, what if this is that number or the number I thought I'd te- I don't know. So I picked You're it paranoid. up anyway. And the guy was like, hi, uh, I found this phone in a puddle and you are the last person that this person texted. Or you're the last person on the phone. And I go, well, what does the text say? Because I'm like, this sounds like a scam. It, it does sound like a scam. Like, what do you mean you found it in a pub? I, and yeah. I don't know. Yeah. So I go, I go, well, what does it <laughs> say? And he goes, well, I can't read it. And I go, oh, okay. Well, what time did it send at? And he was like, like four minutes ago. And I was like, oh, it's Nikki. But I was like, but she was just in the bathroom. <laughs> so where could her phone be? <laughs> In a puddle, duh. In a puddle. (laughs) So I'm like, did she walk to Whole 
like which what? I did, yeah. yes, in the rain. <laughs> and so, so my boyfriend calls the phone to double check that it's in fact yours, and and he picks up and he goes, "Do you believe me now?" And we were wow. like, uh, he was aggressive, and we were like, "Well, yeah, it's just you know a lot of scamming." He goes, "Well, give me the her phone number so I can reach her and get her the phone." And I go. Well, that doesn't make any sense. I go, because you have the phone. So having her phone number isn't going to help anybody. Yeah. And he goes, just give me the phone number. So I'm wow. like, oh, okay. Wow. So I give him the phone number. He goes, sorry, this pen that I have is a little, you know, not great. And I was like, I d- j- okay. So, <laughs> like, don't be aggressive with me and then the pen not work. You know what I'm saying? Like, like Pick your battles. Have the pen ready to go <laughs> if you're going to be an asshole. So Also, you have a phone. You can just text it. I yeah. don't even know. I yeah, don't right, even right. know. So, so <laughs> I give him the phone number and he goes, well, thanks. He goes, this all, we got this settled, even though a really roundabout way. And then he just hangs what? up on me. That is insane. <laughs> I know. So I'm like, well, so I, I tried to get a hold of your husband. He's like, I'm not at the apartment, so I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what to do either. So he, the guy calls again and he goes, so uh, I figured out that uh, having the phone number, you know, it's not going to really do me any good. And I'm like, no shit. What the fuck? It's so your pen is more useful. Literally. Than you having the number. Literally. So he goes, he goes, so if I could meet up with, uh, if with her, that would be good. And I go, well, I'm supposed to be with her in like 30 minutes. Yeah. You know, I didn't say we're doing a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're both comedians and we're doing a bucket. Uh, so. He follows us and is like, I don't like your story of yeah, me. Like, your story of me is really bad. So anyways, when he calls, obviously the tone has changed because he realized that I'm the one he has to work with uh, through this. So it's so he goes, well, I really want to meet the person. He goes and actually give them the phone, you know, just in case they're really appreciative or they want to give me $20, you know, for finding it. This is insane. How do you pitch the idea of maybe you give me 20 bucks? That is wild to be like, no, I, I really want to get a reward. And $20. It's like <laughs> 20 bucks. That's what you honestly, want? W- uh, so when, so then we, we talked to him and he goes, he talks to us again and he goes, you know, I figured uh, it's raining. I don't really want to travel around in the rain. Do you guys just want to meet me at the gas station? So we meet him at the gas station and I'll tell you this based on the car he was driving, needed the 20 bucks. He did. Uh, yeah. He needed the twenty bucks. It is not a good car. What was it? it? Ah, this old tan sedan. Oh my! Looking. Oh yeah. Thing. I mean, it just. And I don't know what was going on with him. He was a little odd. I gave him the twenty bucks. I showed. So so we're on our way to go pick up the phone. Nikki <laughs> FaceTimes over Facebook. She's soaking wet because she had been looking for her phone for thirty <laughs> minutes. I have been walking between Crescent Heights, no yeah. Fairfax, and all the way where Joe Joseph's. I've been yeah. walking back and forth, looking, <laughs> walking on each side. I didn't even bring my umbrella because I was like, "What's the point? Everything's all over." I had my hood down. I was just like, "Where is it? Where is it?" <laughs> it was my bad because I had put my. I, I decided to go on a walk in the rain to Whole Foods and then buy groceries and paper bags and then walk <laughs> back for 20 minutes in the rain because I was like, no rain's going to stop me from having a good day. And then it did. 
because I had to hold the bag from the bottom. And I guess when I was holding the bag from the bottom, because everything was falling out and ripping, my avocados <laughs> are smashed. My avocados <laughs> are done. Uh, good thing they're on sale for less than a dollar. And uh, then, then I was listening to music, and then all of a sudden the music stopped. And in my head, I was like, oh, I guess my Bluetooth disconnected. <laughs> And I just kept walking. And then I was like, how did I lose it? I would have heard it. But you know why I didn't hear it? It dropped into a puddle. Yes. You can't hear a phone that drops in a puddle. In a puddle. No, yeah. no, the water muffles the sound. Yeah, if you're going to drop yeah. your phone, try you to... You put it in this pocket that you have right here? No, no, I put it in my rain jacket. But the problem oh. with my rain jacket pocket, this is what I had to tell Matt. I hated that. I, I, If you didn't tell Matt, it's not your fault. You were doing a good thing, obviously. Yeah, I had not. to tell yeah, Matt you had because to. I thought he yeah. might be here. Yeah, and yeah. I wouldn't have told him. He would have never known this happened because I always lose stuff. He gets really he gets really emotional about it, and I don't because I'm like used to myself losing stuff. Yeah. And so I called him, and then he was like, "Well, how did it fall out of your pocket?" And I was like, "Well, <laughs> I my raincoat holder. It's like a little raincoat bag was yeah. in my pocket. I've just mm-hmm. never taken it out, so my pocket mm-hmm. was actually quite full, and I just stuffed my oh, phone in there. I see. So the poofiness of the, the rain poofiness. jacket holder." Yeah. Pushed yeah. out the phone. Yeah, Got and it. what's crazy is that what was in that pocket was my wallet, and I switched them. So, uh, you know. But then I was like, "Hey, somebody's gonna turn it in," and they did. But then he started to de- to text me saying, "It's quite a lovely phone. Is this a 13? <laughs> and I was like, "What?" <laughs> and then I started lying, and I was like, "No, it's a 12," because I didn't want him getting any ideas. Oh. And then he was like, "How are you able to text me?" And I said, "On my." computer and he goes oh i guess mac has arranged or apple has arranged it so you can text on your mac i was like do you know what year we're in and i don't (laughs) think he did based on (laughs) based on meeting him this man did not know what year we were in (laughs) 20 bucks you know why 20 bucks because that's a lot of money to him yeah we are it's not the 40s (laughs) yeah yeah i mean he looked a little he looked odd i'm so glad you guys met him instead of just me yeah that's nice that was a nice yeah i'm glad bruce was there yeah because i was like i'm just gonna go get it and he was like i'm coming with you (laughs) i was like okay fair enough fair enough oh the best and i said to them i was like this is what welcome to being my friend there's gonna be more of that (laughs) anyways anywho that's why kelly is a great friend in person and her (laughs) hair was still a little wet when she got here from being in the rain because of me and now it's like a little now it's nice Thank you. I like it. Okay, so Kelly's story is interesting because I always thought that you had, like, a great relationship with your parents. Because they're together. They're nice. They support Mm -hmm. you. You go over there a lot to spend time with them. Mm -hmm. And not that they are bad people, but you have a complicated relationship. And I was like, this is a good point to make of how your parents can still fuck you up. (laughs) (laughs) Even... If they're together and everything seems great. Yeah, it's really interesting because they, my parents, first of all, are two of my best friends. I love my parents. <laughs> it's just the way that it is. I love my parents and I and do think. Well, let me be just be clear. Ahead. Kelly does have friends, though. You know, normally when people say that oh, they yeah, don't yeah, have yeah. friends. Kelly just, has a lot of friends. Yeah, Kay. I'm just, just very close with my parents. Yeah. And, I, and, I, and it's because in high school, I truly believe they were my best friends in high school. Oh, okay, you know so you didn't saying? have friends in high school. Well, I had them, but I didn't at the same time. You know what I'm saying? It was like, I didn't really like them. Mm. They were around. Okay. 
Okay. But I also, you know, my favorite time of the day was dinner time. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and not because the meals were good. Uh, well, the me- <laughs> sometimes they were pretty good. Most of the time they were good. I feel like yeah. there were a couple. You know, sometimes when your dad's just making it, he's, he's doing, yeah, it's half It's a protein. Yeah, yeah. It's a canned vegetable. It's ew. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah we he was big fan of canned green beans. Oh, ew. <laughs> Anyways, that's why I'm fucked Ew. up. Uh, I and the worst part, I like canned green beans now. They, I'll eat them right is, out of the can. This is disgusting. Yeah, I'll eat them right out of the can. I used to like dipping them in ketchup too. <laughs> no. Oh they, yeah, they did fuck you up. <laughs> Honestly, a lot of it is probably food related. If anything, really. Now that I think about it, yeah. If anything, I probably most of my and it's this is what's frustrating is. Most things that I would say did not benefit me, like mentally, were not necessarily them not trying their best. Okay. But just missing the mark. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Where it's like, it's like now we have the information, certain, uh, you know, way of talking about people's bodies. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, That's now baby we know not yeah. to do that. But I mean, <laughs> I think I stand with a lot of people that grew up in my age group where it's like in terms of overweight women, uh-huh. bad comments. Okay. Made. okay. Overweight people yes, in general. Yes, yes. And that ingrained in you, even just slight comments, you know, that ingrained with you kind of messes you up. Yes. You know what I mean? Yeah. And and it it stems from a fear, right? You don't want your kid to be in a situation where they're, you know, where things are shitty for them. Right. Mm -hmm. So it's like you don't like I'm sure their way of thinking was we don't want our kid to be obese and then struggle right which makes total sense yeah but then at the same time on the flip side of it it's like okay a big fear of mine growing up was being fat like a huge fear. really yes so what did they say it was more like like you know if we were like at the mall and like a big person walked by comments were made like really yes interesting yes and it's like and it wasn't just them that would make it you know their friends made the comments really yeah everybody made the comments tell tell everyone where you grew up i grew up in connecticut which is a very i mean not a lot of people are overweight it's a very uh, people are skinny they're well educated it's bougie you know okay and there were like i looked at like my friends that grew up in like Texas or like I had a friend from Iowa, you know, like there were thick people like right. in school, whatever. Yeah. We maybe had like two fat kids. Wow. No one was fat. Wow. Interesting. Yeah. So, so being wow. fat was always a massive fear. Like, like every day in high school. And of course, you know, it's, it's tough to pinpoint like you don't want to go. Oh, it's this is my parents' fault because it, it's really the entire environment. You know, yeah. parents, 
magazines, uh, the internet at that yeah. time, all these things. The ma- that influenced your parents, but they still were doing that around you. you would, yes. You kind of want your parents to be like, it's okay. Like, it's, yeah. yeah. Well, I think they also were scared of it as well. Really? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I think that's also a concern to them is they don't want to be you know, because they want a little long time, so they don't want to fall into that trap. Yeah. They don't want to be, you know, judged for whatever. So I think growing up, you know, but I mean, I would every day, junior and senior year of high school, I like wouldn't really eat breakfast. And then during the day I would have like Cheez-Its and Whoa. then that would be it. Also, Cheez-Its are so good. So I respect yeah. your choice of your yeah. one meal of the day. But, but I was, that's insane. Isn't that insane? Did your parents notice? I mean, when I got home, I was starving. So it was like a, I don't think they really ever caught on. I think it was just like, wow, she had a long, <laughs> she had a, she lot. Had a long day. <laughs> She's hungry. And it's like, yeah, I'm fucking starving, man. <gasps> and it, you know what was also frustrating is Allie, I have an identical twin sister. Allie could eat really whatever. That's so hard to deal yeah, with. And she just her and I had polar opposite high school experiences. Yes. And so for her, it was like she could kind of eat whatever and nothing would. Whereas I was like obsessed with my weight. Oh, my God. Yeah. And obsessed. And I look back at pictures and I'm like, you weren't fat, you fucking dumb bitch. Like, yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And interesting. Mm-hmm, and uh, like, I think I was. I, I remember, this is like so embarrassing, but we got a Wii Fit when I was like 14 or 15. And um, do you remember those? Yes, yeah. Yeah, it's yeah, like a Nintendo. For, right? Yeah, it's a Nintendo for the Wii, but it's basically they came up with a way to where you could like exercise with the Wii. Yeah. And it would weigh you. And what the fuck would it? Oh, yeah. It was okay. a scale at the right. same time, yeah. right? And so. As great as it was to have like an outlet of exercise in the house, yeah, whatever, I was obsessed with this oh scale. Oh my god. It was like I remember because I'm only like five one and based on my age and my weight, it was telling me BMI I was obese. Oh my god. Yes. So I was like losing my mind. Oh, my God. <laughs> and you yeah. didn't talk to anybody about this? No. Oh, my God. This is honestly God. the first time I think I've ever talked about it. Whoa. Because it's, like, humiliating that it's, like, oh, the Wii Fit. <laughs> What's your downfall? <laughs> and who got you the Wii Fit? Your parents. <laughs> who, of course, thought they were doing, like, the right thing. It's just, it's, like, it's so sad because if they ever listened to this, they would be, like, you know, they would be very upset. But it's also, like... At the same time, every single child, and this is something that, like, I wish that my parents kind of knew a bit more, was that every single child has things where they're like, they're like, oh, yeah, that probably wasn't the best for me. For sure. And that's why. That's the the point of this. That's the point of the podcast is all of our parents fucked us up in some sort of way. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like if I have a kid, I'm going to fuck them up in some type of way. Yeah. Yeah. It's the circle of life. Yeah. Like you cannot be a perfect parent. Yeah. And and that I think. I think there are some parents that have let go of the idea of being that. Yeah. And are accepting of how they fuck up. Yeah. You know, and. That's really hard to do when being a parent 
is such a main focus of your life. Yeah. You know, it's really hard to let go of those slip ups Mm -hmm. when you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I also think that when you're a parent and you're that, if you are really, if you were really close to them, they probably just assume that you would talk to them if you had a problem. Yeah. And it's like, but also dangerous. I think that I growing up also never wanted to hurt my parents. Oh yeah. Yeah. So I would just not say things because it was like, I know this is going to upset you. And I know you will be upset with yourself. I know you'll be upset your- with yourself if you found out that this wee fit was making me insane. Yeah, have an eating disorder. Literally. <laughs> <laughs> you should sue wee fit. I should sue wee fit. Yeah. yeah. No, That's it was insane. It was wild. Because yeah. you're like, Nintendo is telling you you're obese. Like, Nintendo doesn't know what's yeah. going on. Of course not. And, and I look at pictures children. and I'm like, literally, I look at pictures and I'm like, you skinny fucking bitch. And like I was, I still remember it to say I was 132. And if I was over 132, I would lose my mind. Wow. And I was staying at 132 and I kept trying to lose weight and I kept trying to whatever. And then in college when I was super, oh my God, in college I got down to 122. Whoa. And if I show you pictures, you're going to be like, oh my Jesus God. Because like, uh, last year when I lost a lot of weight, but it was like a healthy process or whatever, like I wasn't starting, but my goal weight was like, and I still looked very skinny at that point. You're like 132. I'm like, nope, that's still a problem. No, no, <laughs> it was, it was like 148. Okay. And I felt comfortable and healthy and yeah. whatever. So going that much lower that's crazy yeah like and i'm not a naturally petite person right i've never been yeah so when i get that skinny it's it's like unhealthy yeah it's weird and your parents like when you were at uni or college they didn't did they didn't notice either they knew i was getting skinny Mm -hmm. but i i don't think that they i think they just saw but it was like I kind of moved from one obsession to another. Okay. And I was in also like a lot of pain in college going through like a variety of things. Okay. So like being able to control my weight was like a huge. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That, like, that's what a huge thing is for people who are going through trauma or yeah. whatever it is. Yeah. The only thing they can control is their, their eating. So that's how yeah. it develops. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So I went crazy with that. And then I moved out here where it's really healthy about weight. Like LA is the perfect, perfect place, place to yeah. see what kind of body you should have. Yeah. <laughs> and then I gained worse. a bunch of weight. Yeah, this place sucks. Yeah. I was like uh, pretty upset about it for a minute. And then I was like, I don't care. Cause I started focusing on comedy really. Yeah. That's not good. Doing shit. Yeah. 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 Damn. Because it's like, you shouldn't. I mean, you should, but you yeah, shouldn't. Yeah, yeah, you should, but you shouldn't. Like you, in a healthy way, like you gotta eat. You gotta eat. You can't eat cheese. It. Yeah, uh, exactly. Yeah. Well, it's also like. Also, I found out later on in life that I'm gluten free. So, oh my, right, yeah. I'm true. telling you, six period, my stomach hurt every day on the clock. That's so funny. <laughs> that is so stupid. <laughs> You're like, oh, shouldn't have been. Okay, so. Your parents, okay, so let's go back to that. They missed the mark, you said, and... In terms of, yeah, in terms of eating, I would say. That would be... Because they had these mindsets 
But then also like our dinner and my mom is a fantastic cook in terms of Italian food. Okay. Huge meals. So it was like it didn't really line up with what I was being fed. Yeah, 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 yeah. how much I was being fed. Like dinner was huge. Okay. So it was like. Okay, I can really only eat one of these big meals a day. Yeah, 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 yeah. And that's at so night it was, time. Yeah. But it's also like, uh, I have no clue in terms of food how... I know my dad grew up in South Texas where, like, food, it was like, you eat what you is on your plate. Yeah. You know, they grew up pretty poor. And so, and then... But my mom, I have no clue how she was brought up eating. Okay. Like, I don't know at all. I don't know if her mom was weird about that. I don't know if... Is she... Is your Was your mom, like, weird? Would she comment on... Is she image-based? Very much in the way of, like, oh, that is not flattering. Yes. Like, she's a bit not flattering phrase. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which, to some extent, I get what she's saying. Yeah. But also, it's like... I mean, this was also a different time, like... People magazine was like huge at this time. Yeah. So it's like everyone is looking at everybody's bodies and criticizing them and whatever. And, and like we would go over to like people that are not models that were in my family. Yeah. Would be like, oh, she looked awful in that. Oh, that was just not flattering. Oh, that. And then you're just stuck in this cycle of like criticism I, of how you look yeah, yeah 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 i mean it was a bad I, I at our like third grade birthday party i remember a girl got me a bikini and i went upstairs and cried right away because i was like no. I can never wear this. Yeah. oh my god it was bad because i was kind of like a bikini on me not flattering oh man it it's just exactly like you can parent they they didn't know the effect they were having on you with they all had no their clue criticism. And they, and they still don't i don't think would ever i mean they're just they it, it, yeah it's like I, I think it's something that a lot of moms like a lot of moms it, it mm-hmm. have this thing where they're also worried about their appearance yep and they're worried about is this flattering on me yep so I'm just going to, this is how I talk about myself. So I'm going to talk about other women like this yep. in regard. So it all trickles down. Yeah. It's- because, because you go, oh, it's not flattering. And then you pin it on someone else, but then they're like, oh, I'm insulting myself to feel better. Like, yeah. and then it's also like, I'm insulting myself. Will you give me a little compliment? Yeah. Cause we've talked about our moms before and I think that they're pretty similar. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's, it's like. And again, it, it's it's also when you have like my my mom is like one of truly the sweetest, most empathetic people in the entire world. And the f- same side of that coin is very sensitive. OK, so it's like you and you can't be a very empathetic person who understand without also being emotional and sensitive. Whereas I am like a cross between my parents. Yeah. Whereas, like, my sister is very sensitive and also very empathetic. Yeah. So it's, like, a weird thing where, like, my mom... How do I put this? Well, we... we, I figured we'd get here, but this is where we bonded, where 
we both agreed that we have a hard time telling our parents things that they did wrong. Something is wrong. Yes, exactly. Because they will cry and say, it's all my fault. Yes. I'm such a bad mom. I, yes. And it's like, just because <laughs> mistakes were made does not mean, obviously, neither of our moms are bad moms. No. Look at us. Yeah. Literally, look at us. Yeah, like, I drive my phone in puddles. I'm fine. We're fine. And I find the guy. <laughs> You know, like she's dropping the phone and I'm meeting the random guy in a parking lot. We're doing great. <laughs> hey, mom. But but it's so hard. That's why I want to know the effect it had on you. Is there part of you that's worried your parents are going to listen to this? Oh, definitely. Do you think they will? I don't know. They don't follow me, do they? I'll cut all this up if I have to. But yeah, do no, they follow I me? I don't know if they do. I don't. I think that if they did listen, I think... If they do listen, here, let me tell a little PSA. If you do listen, I think this is a normal conversation for people to have, especially friends to have. I think that these conversations need to open up, be be opened up more. Yep. You know, and I don't think that there's any requirement for any parent to be perfect. Nope. This is just too relatable for the kids. And maybe you'd find this relatable for yourself, but also for our other parents who want advice. I don't know. Yeah. We all got our shit. No. Yeah. And, and that's, but isn't that the whole thing too? At the same time is it's like, I don't want to hurt my mom. And with the objective truth. I know. I know. It's a very hard thing. And I don't want to hurt my dad either, but my dad is kind of like, you know, he, men, <laughs> men are a bit, that's how my dad is men are a bit more like they you they can shrug it off and they won't let it fester within their bodies and go into bed and lie in bed for th- three days straight because they're <laughs> <laughs> is this relatable kelly <laughs> and i don't cry. know <laughs> but like you know what i mean like they're not gonna hold on to it that's the difference they're probably yeah. gonna forget you even said anything yeah but our moms or women you're like a lot of moms it is and it was us and another female we were all talking about it and Mm -hmm. it's all the same reaction where it's like we just want to be able to tell the truth we're not criticizing you we're saying you're a bad person no but here's how i feel could we talk about it but then they take it personally so tell me your experience with that so i think so i really I am never really the one to bring certain things up because of how nervous I get. And I don't want to be the one. So I just kind of let a lot of things slide. Slide. My sister, on the other hand, and my brother, have a sh- they both have sharp tongues. And they will... <laughs> they will do it. And then I get, you know... Then it's like, okay, hey, mom's feelings are hurt. Can you... Now you have to clean it up? So I clean it up, typically. Oh, no. Yeah. Yeah. And then... But that's middle child thing, too. Oh. It's like, okay, well, I'm just here to be the peacekeeper. You know, whatever. So it's like, because of that, you know, we... There are probably, like, a lot of conversations that we could have. um, But... And that I would want to have. Yeah. But it's like, that's not my role in the family dynamic. That, but do you feel repressed that you haven't like been able to say what you want to say? Do you ever feel like frustrated or does it ever make you cry out of frustration? I don't really cry a lot. I'm more, I'll explode. 
Okay. All like I'm yeah. a bottle it up type of person. Yeah. So I think it it has come out once or twice where I've exploded. Okay. And where like I just and not to her, just in my own yeah bubble. Um. Yeah, I don't really. I don't know. It's almost like I I try to fill the time with them with as much positivity as possible. Oh, my God. This is exhausting. (laughs) This is exhausting. Well, because I just I feel bad. You feel bad. I feel I feel bad. I have a lot of guilt. I have a lot of guilt. guilt. Yeah. Yeah. And I have and. I have a lot of guilt because I feel like my parents have. Oh my god, I'm gonna cry. Okay, remember when I, she said she doesn't cry? I know, I know. Well, I, I love, love my it. parents so much, and it's like I have a lot of guilt that that I was very complicated as a kid oh. and very complicated growing up, and like um, through college. I went through like a lot. Yeah. And that I think was really painful to them. Okay. So I try to like make our time now as fun as possible. Wow. That is a lot of pressure. Yeah. To put on yourself. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I have a lot of, uh, I just, and not that any of those things were my fault. Yeah. But because it was all surrounding me. It's like I just, but it's not your fault. Yeah, but it'll. I think, I think some things will just always feel like that. Have you gone to therapy? Yeah, but it didn't tell you the right stuff. Now <laughs> let's start the session here. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's like oh, it's man, like that I don't think I'll ever. There are just certain things that I don't think I will ever fully take away the accountability from wow yeah that's intense definitely because like (laughs) that's like so now you just keep the peace you don't want to disrupt anything Mm -hmm. i think it's probably because you're afraid that if you do it's going to make you feel like that person that you were in college and then you're like oh my god i'm back to where i was instead of back to being a problem yeah yeah but have you ever told them this I bet you if you did, they'd be like, you weren't a problem. And I know that. I know that that's what they'd say. I don't know if there's any solution. Are your parents bad at um, hiding their emotions? Oh, yeah. They don't. They can't hide their emotions. That is the hardest part. Do you? I I have that, too. They they literally can't. And that's where the guilt comes in. Yeah. Because it's like, if you can't censor yourself for us, we take on everything so i can relate to that so much yeah where it's like you know i can't i can't bring up certain things without my mom crying oh my god and so and which i understand they were painful for her yeah i get that and she's crying because she's empathetic and she's sensitive and these but are then, the things. But then you're taking care of her for crying for a reason yeah. of something that happened to you. And yeah. when you want to be comforted, now you're comforting her. And yeah. then it, you go like, I'm this. And then now you're back into parent mode. Yeah. 
Yeah. It's, it's it's a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot. I'm like, ah, because <laughs> it's just so hard. It's it's parenting your parents. And in this yeah. in this facet, I'm not saying if your parents are listening, I'm not saying that you do this all the time, but in the uh, emotional yeah, facet, no, yeah. they're still really good parents and super supportive. And oh, yeah, they're amazing yeah, across the board. But yeah. this podcast is about something specific, but the emotional it's very hard to parent your parents emotionally or just like prote- protect them. It's exhausting. Well, and I do want to protect them. Yeah. And I really want to protect my mom because I think that she, her heart is so pure, so pure. Yeah. And I feel like I have just seen, not that she hasn't been through anything cause she has, Yeah, but I feel like I've just seen a lot of, uh, and this comes from, you know, stuff in college, but also just being in comedy and being in this world. Yeah. I have seen and come across so many dark things, dark individuals, horrible stories. And I just, I don't know. I, I feel this need to protect like her innocence, even though <laughs> oh my God. she's 62. I'm like. Oh no! Yeah. You can't do that. Uh, you can't do that. I know. But don't you ever get tired of being the happy peacekeeper? Um, I guess it's a little bit different because you have your siblings to call it out. So it's actually kind of a nice place to be. Mm-hmm. If you are an only child uh, and you don't have anybody to call it out, mm-hmm. then it bottles up even more. Yeah. So you, you're you actually in a nice place, but then you have to sweep it up. Do you ever get nervous that like, like sometimes one of your brother, your brother or your sister will say something and you're like, oh my God, don't say that because I'm going to have to clean up yep. the messiest yep. oh, yeah. spill. Oh yeah. There are certain things that in regards to me in particular, like Allie will just say. and Like, then, like about you? Can yeah. You give, can and, you give an example? Or you like, like if I'm upset about something, yeah. but I'm like, it's not really worth me talking about it. I don't give a shit, you know? Yeah. Allie's like, well, I said it. So. And then I'm like, well, here we go. And then like, and then I get, and then I get thanked for making her feel better. You get thanked by your mom for making her feel better? By my, both of my parents. I'll get thanked. Does that make you feel validated or is uh, it an empty like to you? Are you like, I, I you're welcome, but I didn't have to do. Th- this isn't my I, I shouldn't. This should be flipped. Yes. Yes. I'm yes, the yes. one that's upset right now. Yes. But I'm making you feel better about me being upset. Ah! And now you're OK, but I'm being thanked. So it's like, OK, I guess I'm doing the right thing. Ah! It's just it's very complicated. It's like and I don't know. when exactly it started because when I was younger I really didn't say I was kind of the like goofball yeah you know but it wasn't like now it's really just I mean I the conversations that I try to have with my parents are mostly just positive things things going on you know and Killing me. <laughs> it's killing me because i can relate to this so much and then i'm it's like watching the a mirror of yourself and me being like just say something <laughs> <laughs> 
It's like, it's like, but then. I know. The mess. I know. The, it's like. It, the mess is worse, but it is so hard. I know. I know. And I like, but then I, I look at, you know, I mean, I would give my relationships with my parents a solid B plus, A minus. I would yeah. give them that. Yeah. You know, and I and I do fully believe that. I think we have a very good relationship. Yeah. You know, but to give myself credit, <laughs> you keep the peace. I keep a lot of the peace and and there are fi- I don't fi- pick a lot of battles. I just I just whatever whatever it is because <sighs> it's just it's mostly not worth the stress of it all. Oh my god. But at the same time it's like you know, it can be exa- it can be exhausting it is it, well also when you're saying that they both thank you for you making your mom feel better and then your dad thanks you i i do and it's not just them like other parents do this too i've talked to many other people yeah not on the podcast but personally yeah and I am like, do you guys not remember the time that you got married and you had a life before us and you could use each other as to calm each other down? Like it, it's so, I won't say annoying, but it's like, why don't, could you guys just be the partnership instead of you having to be the one to, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And I, and I think also this comes with the fact that you know they since they moved out here it's been very hard to like meet other people oh my god my mom's going through that yeah so they gotta be friends yeah Yeah, so it's like we've gotta yeah, yeah do that um so i think it's very difficult for you know we're we're what's going on you know what i'm saying and and I love telling and sharing them, you know, the details of all of it and all this stuff. Um, so I wouldn't have it any other way. Um, but it does get a little more complicated when it's talking about like serious things. And what's crazy is my mom loves to talk about serious things. As but long- if they don't have to do with her. Yes. Yeah. Oh, same. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like my mom wants to talk about like. Like she wants the hot gosh, yeah. you know, oh, same. she wants what's yeah. going on with your boyfriend or Allie, who are you dating? Or, you know, like she wants that. She wants to be filled in. And I'm like, uh, I fill her in as much as I can. Yeah. But like, I'm not going to like, I'm not going to sit my mom down and be like, hey, just so you know, uh, <laughs> when I was in high school, uh, the way you referred to your body and other people really <laughs> fucked me up. <laughs> Anyway, do you want to go to dinner? Kill herself. (laughs) (laughs) She would. I mean, it's like it's like because because it's not just her. It's it's literally so many. Yes. It was an epidemic of of the way that parents were speaking to their kids. So it's like you don't want to have because even if I said to even if I said to my mom, if I was like if I was like, hey, um, you know, shit was really fucked back in you know, 2005, the way that women's bodies were looked at, she would, I know exactly what she would say. She would go, well, I hope that I never made you feel X, Y, and Z. And it's like, 
Well, you can hope all you want. <laughs> do you want reality we, or, or do you want the we, Disney version? Because it's like, yeah, and it's like, and it, it, but it's the same thing goes back to me. It's like, it's like uh, if she were to say to me, well, you know, uh, it really hurt me when you did X, Y, and Z, I'd be like, I am so sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. it wouldn't be like a, well, I hope I didn't. <laughs> yeah. Well, you did. Like yeah. I don't. I don't know. She does it. Then she like takes her glasses off and is staring at you. Like, <laughs> did I? Did I? Did I do that? Did I? Are you? Are you saying that I did? Yeah. And then you, what did you say? No. Did you ever say that? Oh, I never. No. I've never oh, had any of that conversation. God. But I feel like I. But. And and I don't want to put all of that on my mom because it's not on my mom and if my dad is listening to this too he knows exactly the kind of comments he has made <laughs> and his friends know the comments they made <laughs> and and uh, of course people grow and i don't think they would say those things ever again but they probably do uh, but but they pro- i mean all men talk yeah. dumb shit i mean yeah. whatever and my dad is a very wise intellectual person and sometimes he just makes some jokes that are a little out of line and when you're a 12 13 year old girl hearing those jokes (laughs) they can go a little rock you know (laughs) (laughs) but i mean and this was also like until I got to college and I mean, but I had that kind of mindset too. Like where I ended up being kind of an asshole about it as well. Like, well, we didn't know. We didn't know. know. And I was an asshole to myself as well about it. So it's like, but before I went to college, I was pretty like, like if I saw a girl that was significantly overweight, like I would say things to Allie and be like, I can't even imagine living like that. Wow. It was such a fear. It was such a fear. That's crazy. And it had nothing to do with the fact. And and now, you know, my mindset about weight is so much healthier. And like I had like like it's just totally different yeah. because I started like in Texas. I was around girls that were like a bit bigger and whatnot. Yeah. And I realized like, oh, they're de- they have the same body things that I do. And, yeah. you know, all these all these things. And um it also it was interesting because I had this level of like not jealousy, but I was envious of some of my friends in high sc- in college, and they're still like my best friends now. But at the start of our friendship, I was like a little envious, where I was like, "You're so comfortable with yourself." Interesting, interesting. Like, and and I love that you're comfortable with yourself, yeah. and this is like so cool, and like the fact that you. You know, you think you look good no matter what. Yeah. And you have this confidence inside of you yeah. in terms of your body that I just never had. Yeah. And it wasn't until I and like. I really am so thankful that like the friends that I had in college were all different body types and taught me truly. They taught me like you are beautiful no matter what. That's amazing. Yeah. That's yeah. great. And they're still like literally whenever I feel like down they're who I talk to and I'll just be like, you know, I'm having a rough body day, like whatever. Yeah. And yeah. yeah, but they are just like, like, and that's, what's crazy to me is, is, you know, none of those girls 
had a perfect body. Mm-hmm. And you would think that the people with the perfect body would be the ones to be like, I have the most confidence, but it was yeah. the exact opposite for me. No, it's because the people with the perfect body have to try so hard to have the perfect yeah. body. Yeah. I think it's, 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 it is an em- epidemic. What? <laughs> Pandemic. Epidemic. Epidemic. Yeah. I dropped my phone in puddles. Uh, (laughs) It is an epidemic of women and our bodies. It's like everybody has it, but it's hard because like the truth is our mom's bodies are changing and it's hard for them. And then it's like for us to keep our body confidence, it, you need a woman exactly what you're saying that has confidence in their own bodies to be like I don't give a fuck so then we can be like I don't give a fuck but yeah. but it's constantly changing especially as our parents get older and they're like not used to the change that's happening yeah yeah, yeah exactly so you it's need a role model yeah and that's great that was your friends yeah 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 and it's um you know i my parents have been like role b- models to me in so many different ways. Um, and you know, it's so interesting because not once did they ever say anything to me that was about the way that I, it was all about how they talked about other people yeah. and how they talked about themselves. Yeah. It had nothing to do with me. They could tell me I was beautiful all day long. You wouldn't which, hear it. I would, it was like, just like, well, what I'm noticing is, is you how you judge these other people and if i see you judging other people then what makes me think you're not going to judge me because you actually have it in your brain to judge other people yeah especially if like you naturally as a child aren't going to think that about other people yeah yeah i mean i have definitely had the thoughts of like like where i gained a good amount of weight like over the pandemic um i've definitely had the thoughts of what will my parents think wow yeah listening now they're just fucking crying and you're like just sobbing but it's like it's it's not it's and it's it's just what you saw it's what i saw and it and it's they're not like you know they're just thoughts right it's like it's like oh and then i have the thought and i'm like kelly you're being insane but it's like well sometimes you still get these thoughts from when you were like 12 yeah you know you still get these insecurities and these whatever and it's like you know, it, it's just it's so complicated when you when you feel um, guilty for even thinking that way. Yeah. And you're like, I'm trying not to, but it's still in there. And you go, OK, you thought get out. But then it's still subconsciously in there and you know it's there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah. sometimes I think with my thoughts, I'm like, but if it's a thought, then does that make it reality? Maybe that's secret. Like it's like the paranoia. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah. It's so it's so complicated and it's it's uh I mean I don't know. I just it it's even really really difficult. Like I'm not going to lie. I was very nervous about coming on here. You were? Oh yeah. How come? I just have never I never talk, talk about my parents. parents. I never talk about my parents because a liter- that guilt factor yeah. continues to come in. And so I, I was just that. like <laughs> but I feel a lot better now. Okay, I, d- I don't think that we've crossed any lines. I think that, that, you know, it's so important that if you are a parent, uh, that you understand that, that cr- it's not criticism coming from a negative place. No, it's, it's not. I, and this is where I'm going to tie it in so you can feel a bit better. Okay. The reason why I liked your story and not to like, 
not to keep harping on your mom. Your mom, the reason why I'm bringing her up again is because what we talked about earlier, I think baby boomer women had it really rough. I think so too. And your mom sounds similar to my mom in many ways. And even like, they just need to be friends. Like they love the same things. They're both beautiful women, like love the best stuff in a way that they deserve because they worked hard and they earned it and Mm -hmm. whatever, you know? Um, But I think that they have the same reactions. They have the same fear that they did a bad job. We can't express like, you're not the only one of many other friends that are like this. And that's why I wanted to have you on because we haven't, I haven't like covered this topic yet, but it is very apparent in baby boomer, boomer women because their parents, I think taught like came down mostly their mothers, obviously yeah. not yeah. the dads, like the ones that I know. Cause I've, I've been like researching and asking friends who have the same issues with their mom. Like our moms want to do such a good job and they want to be our best friend and they want to like be like the best part of us. And if they fuck up then they cry and they feel horrible and then we go and have to comfort them. But the truth is it's because their moms were so hard on them that their moms went through the, the wars and the great depression and like had it so rough and like probably didn't have much food. And I know that for my grandma, she didn't. And she yeah. was like very poor and was made fun of all the time. So then if, if my mom was upset, my grandma would say, you've nothing to be upset about. And so my mom never got to be emotional oh, wow. or cry or yeah. she's like, you don't know what it's really like. And I don't know how your grandma was to your mom. I don't know. I never met her. Oh, she yep. died two months before Allie and I were born. Whoa. Mm-hmm. And your mom never talks about her? Not really. Ding, I, ding. But apparently she was the sweetest. Yeah. Okay. Well, I that's don't know. good. Maybe she was. I don't Maybe know. it was her dad. But like, I just think. I uh, Yeah, I, I have no clue. I don't really know. My, my parents are very private, which is another reason why I was, like, nervous. Because they just are very private people. Yeah. And they... Which is so interesting considering how insane their three children are. Yeah. But I think that baby boomers are like my dad keeps being like, take the episodes down sometimes. (laughs) And I'm I'm like, it's okay to be open and it's okay to like admit your goods, your bads, your uglies. Like that's what our generation does though. And they're not comfortable with it yet. So they are private. Yeah. But I think that like, yeah, I think that, um, a lot of the women as baby boomers were just treated with a lot of criticism themselves Mm -hmm. and a lot of pressure and, and they were coming from, they were born into a new world that uh, they, I think had a lot of guilt themselves because they were told to be um, how to feel and like what they can and cannot do. Like even like jobs, like my mom wanted to be a ballerina. My grandma was like, Nope, you have to be a secretary. And I don't know what it was like for your mom, but like there's, there's just certain, you know what I mean? I just think. And so when we, if they find out that we're unhappy with something that they did or they hurt our feelings, they are going to go back into victim mode of like, I am the worst. I am horrible because that's like maybe a subconscious, uh, thing that's, been happening through the lifelines yeah and that sucks yeah that sucks that that's ingrained in their heads yeah like i'm not enough yeah and and i'm here to say that you are enough and you are human yeah and it would be ridiculous and weird if i was like my parents are perfect yeah that would be weird. Yeah. That would be like them saying that I'm perfect when we all know. 
based on the psycho call that I made to our friend Monterey earlier that I am not perfect. And honestly, like if I think about it, like if my parents were to look at me and say, what is what is really like the biggest flaw that Kelly has? I do think that they would say respectfully that I'm a bit of an asshole. I truly believe that they would say that because there have been times where they've been telling me things and I've just been like, yeah, (laughs) like I have just no emotion. Yeah. And I think that they literally would be like, she's kind of a dick. Yeah. Maybe they would, or maybe it'd be or a flaw you're not even aware of, because I think that sometimes our flaws we're not really aware of. Yeah, maybe they're like, wow, she really does not weigh 132 pounds. <laughs> <laughs> she just said her thought out loud. That thought just went in. That You need hypnosis to get that shit out of your head. Yeah. 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 But it is, it is really hard, because it's also like, if our parents could just be like, you know what I did? I did do that. And instead of feeling horrible about it, could be like, I'm sorry, laugh at themselves and the flaws. And be like, yeah. yeah it's okay. Yeah. yeah. And I think, so sue me. I yeah. think that if my, I think, I think my mom just puts an extra amount of pressure on herself than my dad does. My dad, like we were talking about something uh not too long ago about how in high school my first two years i had very bad ocd like horrible about germs and uh we (laughs) we had talked about it with him and he was like oh yeah you're going to through some weird thing and i was like yeah i had a horrible ocd and he goes he goes nah you were just being weird no you're like i Like, I think he can laugh it off because yeah. he's just like, whatever. Yeah, you yeah, know? yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think my mom is just, like, still what? worried about, like, if the damage she could have done. And it's like, clearly you created three very wonderful yeah. people. You did a good job. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, yeah. I, and I maybe I should just tell them that more. Hey, you did a great job. I guess that just feels, I would have a hard time doing that. It feels so phony. Yeah, like, not that I you mean, didn't do a, a good, good job, job but yeah. it's, I'm just not a very affectionate person to be like, you did a good, we don't, I'm not walking around saying to everybody, you did a good job. Yeah, that is true. Yeah. Yeah. And it's not our, that's parenting your parents again. <laughs> nice try. <laughs> I will be Nipped stuck it. in this rotation for Nipped the rest it. of my life. I've already accepted it. I, this is the role that I'm meant to play. <laughs> I cannot be fixed. I'm in my own hell. Thank you. (laughs) You did a good job, guys. You You did a good job. And that's the thing. It doesn't matter how much I say into the camera, mom and dad, I love you with all my heart. They're still going to be upset about what I said. It does not matter. It doesn't even matter. It's like it's and I think that is the most frustrating part. Because, because because the good things they don't listen to, and I tell them the good things, all that, now I'm losing it. (laughs) This is what fucking annoys me, is I say the good things all the time. I say them all the time, I make sure they know, and then, and then, and then the second I have something else to say, it's, it's, oh, well, forget all the great things that she did. (laughs) And it's like, are you kidding me? I literally, I talk to my parents more than anybody talks to their parents. I swear to God. I swear to God. And somehow it is never enough. And it drives me through the roof. Remember when you said you were nervous about doing this podcast? (laughs) 
That was the bottled up. That was the bottle up. It pisses me off because I know so many people that treat their parents like fucking shit and use them and don't listen to them and don't even call them, barely talk to them, all this stuff. I talk to my parents every single day. I tell my mom when I get home at night. Do you understand, Nikki? I tell my mom. You call her every night you I get home? Tell my, I text my mom whenever I get home. You shouldn't be saying that out loud okay. to the public. I'm letting That's you all a know. loser thing I, to do. Yeah, well... <laughs> I don't want her anxiety to be bad. Well, so Looks I like actually tell her when I get home every single night. Okay, so 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 when when so she created a loser. <laughs> she... <laughs> Go and, on. And I don't mind doing that. I don't mind doing these things. I don't mind texting them every day because I like texting them every day. I like talking to them. What's frustrating is all the good ends up not really fucking mattering when it's something where I go, hey, maybe this shouldn't have been done. Then it's, then it's, oh, well, I'm the worst. And it's like, does does it seem like you're the worst? Does it seem like you're the worst when I'm texting you everything going on? It's so annoying. Just let me express myself. (laughs) Let me express myself. I just, it's like I can't win. We can't ever win. <laughs> and we're good daughters. That's okay. the thing. I'm putting in the work. I have an app on my phone. I have an no. app on my phone. Okay? It's a to-do list. I make sure that I at least have phone calls with my parents two times a week and that I see them two times a month. Oh, I was so scared about what you were going to say. That's, well, not to brag, but I see my mom like once a week and now... I'm the loser. <laughs> yeah. It's no, so yeah. hard to be a good daughter because it's never enough. It's never enough. Th- you know what? You think there's pressure in being in a mom. <laughs> think about the pressure of being a daughter. Huh? It's hard. We're yeah. never enough and we can't ever express ourselves. And being a good daughter just means not saying our feelings, I guess. Literally. <laughs> I'm... <laughs> I really tried to make it through the whole thing without screaming. How do you feel, though? Does that feel good? I feel a lot better, yeah. I know. Yeah, Yeah, I fucking relate. Yeah. We just want, we don't want to hurt anybody's feelings. Mm -hmm. And if we have something to say that's criticism, it doesn't mean it's going to be that way forever. Exactly. You got to walk on eggshells all the time. I know, and it's like we could put a Band-Aid on it and we could just solve this right away. Yeah. But no. Don't take it to heart. Oh my god! And then they cry, and then you're—it's your reason. People are crying, and then you're like, "Oh, I gotta clean this up." And, and then I'm losing it on a podcast. <laughs> That's what happens. It's—it's it's the circle of everything. It's—it's you—you think you think okay? Well, she's not talking to me about it, so everything must be good. No, she's just exploding <laughs> in front of a ring light the size of the sun. <laughs> But you know what? You know what? If they were to ever be like, oh, you, you know, you could have gone to a therapist to talk about that. You know what I have to say about that? I know how to save money. Why would I do that <laughs> when I can come on this podcast and tell Nikki, a certified loser. <laughs> <laughs> this is loser therapy, honestly. <laughs> I'm the unlicensed therapist in the comedy scene. Yeah. It's the same thing. Yep. I... 
that breakout needed to happen. And I yeah. got you there. If the Thank therapist you. did that, nothing would have, they would have said there, does that feel better? And what would you want to say? And that's it. And you know, yeah. it bottles up. We can't, I'm the same one. I can't express myself. This is why I think I, everyone's like, you're always so like, you get so angry and you're so angry on stage. I'm like, it's cause I can't ever say how I really feel. <laughs> Yeah, I lost I lost it the other night on stage where I was just like, what the fuck am I doing up here? <laughs> but it was just, I was so frustrated about other things. Yeah. And then the audience was just like, uh, something I said they didn't like, and I just fucking. <laughs> it's, it's bottled up. It's bottled up. It's bottled up. Oh yeah. my lord! Yeah, I mean that was great. That's Thank that you. is, but that is how it feels. Yeah. We just want to say how we feel without offending anybody. Exactly. And exactly. We don't want to offend. You can tell me what I do wrong, and we'll get through it. But just yeah, tell me what I do wrong. Yeah. I want to know because because I want to make sure that we have a community. And this is what I said to my mom the last time I talked to her about something important. I said I was like, I just our communication should be flowing back and forth. Like, this does not need to be, uh, uh, like, uh, we need to be able to talk about these things in a way where uh, we're, n- we're not walking on eggshells. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But but we're just trying to be good daughters, so we got to keep walking on eggshells. <sighs> Man. All right, well, I have one other thing to say when um getting frustrated. Mm. Mom, uh... And listen, I don't want to put this all on Kelly's mom. What's your dad's name? John. John? <laughs> you got to deal. You got to deal. You got to be a partnership. You got to deal with it. Don't. Yeah, dad. Can you just clean up some of the mess? You know what I mean? <laughs> we well, I think, I think that he, uh, n- no offense, but I do think that I've gotten pretty good at the skill set. So yeah, yeah, I yeah, think yeah. He's kind of like, oh, yeah. Kelly will take care of it. Yeah. Um, but. But yeah, I mean, it's Dad. Stay tuned for part two. Yeah. All right. I'm Listen, <laughs> now she's gonna call them up after and tell them twelve things she loves about them, just in case. Just in case. <laughs> they know that I love them. They I know. N- they know. That's but the that, thing. You made such a good point. You're like, I call them all the time. Same. I go. I go to. You go and hang out with them twice a month. You make an and effort. And I want to do these yeah, things, Yeah, of too. course. Yeah. So it's like, so uh, like the. Not everything can be perfect. Yeah. It's like I want that. I mean. How many, literally, like, when they moved across the country, I was thrilled. I was hyped. Most kids would be like, oh, my God, my parents moved across the country. They followed me across the country. Who are you talking about? (laughs) (laughs) I'm glad that they did. I think that it's, we're having a great time. You know, they're happy or everyone's happy. Yeah, everybody's, everything's cool. Just, you know, sometimes, just as long as you don't have to clean up a mess. Then we're all good. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Big happy family. Mm -hmm. Woo wee. Wee! <laughs> we did it. I feel like we, we did it. Throw up. Okay, oh, wait. God. Before we go, who, who? This is a new segment I'm doing. The question I'm asking that I always mean to ask. Out of all TV parents, which who is your favorite TV parent? Like who would who's your dream parent that you always wish you had? My like, dream parent, or like a parent that you saw on TV that you thought that you were like, oh, I wish that was my parent. Can it be a movie? Yeah, it can be a movie. Okay. Um. Uh, Stanley Tucci in uh, Easy A. I haven't seen Easy A. Oh, really? Yeah. No, yeah, he's so he, good about him. Yeah, uh, he just funny, chill, trust his daughter. Cool. Yeah. That's yeah. nice. That yeah. Was t- and I always got this feeling that like, 
growing up because we were very like no offense sheltered uh (laughs) we were very protected by a lot of things like i my i didn't see a pg-13 movie until i was 13 i didn't see an r-rated until i was 17 oh wow you know it very sheltered and back uh, to being a loser back to being a loser (laughs) uh so so like you know i think i went to like my first party oh no like senior year and like just things were not you know they didn't want me drinking which i get but it's also like you got it to be cool yeah i you know whatever and um yeah i think that that when i saw that movie i was just like wow this guy's like if you drink be safe and oh, if you have a dream yeah it's yeah. like oh that's nice you that's know? really nice my mom used to my mom was a big like she go up busted all the time when she was a teenager and was a rebel and so when i started to drink she grounded me all the time and i would have to come home from parties and she would be in bed and be like come say good night and then i would give me a kiss and i would have to kiss her and she go to smell my breath it was in every time i went out so then i started to eat peanut butter because oh, that yeah. masked the flavor and she'd go give me a kiss and i'd be like <laughs> <laughs> yeah you're smart yeah yeah but she i yeah i just wanted a chill parent too yeah it's yeah a dream well thank you for coming on here this oh, has been welcome. the most exciting episode and breakthrough yet <laughs> i <laughs> cannot believe now i won't make this a clip because you get but oh maybe for youtube they wouldn't be on youtube yeah yeah i mean i, I mean i'm sure there's a little button in there yeah no there's can, i'm just yeah. saying like i won't we, we can't make them want to watch the app yeah that is <laughs> <laughs> we can't that advertise true kelly's yeah. diary moment but do you want to tell people where they can find you and your funny sure. podcast? Um, so you can find me at This Is Kelly Ryan on Instagram, Night Coop Podcast as well. So funny. Uh, my website is Kelly Ryan Comedy for shows. And you're going on tour soon? Yes, I'm going to be with Burt Kreischer in uh, doing his his arena tour. No uh, big deal. At the end of March. And then uh, in April and in May, I'll be with Anthony Jeselnik. Amazing. Where are we going? We're going to Alabama, St. Louis, and Wisconsin. Sick. So, yep. Yep. Crushing it. Yep. Still a loser though. Thanks Still for a loser. Thanks Always. for watching. Thanks, Thanks guys. For being here. <laughs>